know what to expect. Everyone now has set expectations for the family rules, for what the family consequences will be. No more do kids have to wonder, is mom just going to blow up? Mom doesn't have to Mm -hmm. feel overwhelmed and out like, oh my gosh, the kids are never going to listen to me again. This feels so out of control. Mom has a, a set expectation of what happens if kids don't do what they were told or what's on their list mm-hmm. and the kids know it too. And so when they mess up and there's a set consequence, now mom and dad, they get to grieve with the kid. Oh man, I'm so sorry that you didn't do it the way that we all wanted you to, the way you wanted to. I know you're going to do better next time. And then you still can calmly hand the consequence, you know, whether that's a small fine for the family currency or whatever the family has decided. Mm-hmm. And it's a much more loving, but stable structure because everyone knows what to expect. And when the world is swirling around us, it's nice mm-hmm. to have home be constant. Hello, Blissful Parents out there. Michelle Abraham, your host of Blissful Parenting Podcast. I am here today to bring you an amazing couple of guests. I've got two guests today. How great is that? So first of all, let's just say hi to Katie and Steve. How are you guys doing? We're great. Thank you so much for having us. Very good indeed. You're welcome. Well, let me tell our audience what we're talking about today, what we're all about. So today we're going to talk about the secret, the Family Success Secrets podcast, which is their podcast. And then they have a family success system. So we're going to get the secrets of the family success system. How about that, everyone? <laughs> and let me tell you a little bit more about Katie and Steve. So Katie and Steve are um, found the parents of five. They have five kids, ranged in ages from four to 17, which is amazing. And they they are family success consultants, as well as the creators of the Family Success Secrets podcast. So Steve also offers executive coaching for business owners looking to optimize their team efficiency and employee satisfaction and retention rates. Um, so they've been married for 20 years and they have five incredible children. They've lived through numerous moves and military deployments while raising their family, all while discovering the special needs that two of the children were born with. They've endured hardship and have built joyful resilience through the process. They love to travel, meet new people, eat good food, and are completely hooked on helping families transform their lives from chaos and tension into lives lived with purpose and passion, which we are all about here in the joyful, blissful parenting space here. So thank you, Katie and Steve, for joining us today. Yes, we're mm -hmm, so delighted. Awesome. Well, let's dive right in, guys. So now, is this a new thing that you guys have become family success consultants? And I love the name of what you're doing, and I think that's really cool. So tell us a little bit about how that came about. Sure. So the it's kind of an interesting journey and it's been really exciting. We felt very called initially in January, February of 2020 to begin serving special needs families, but we needed a way to do that because we wanted to start a nonprofit. And so as we worked diligently to figure out how we wanted that to look and exactly how would we help, we began looking for ways that we could also support a nonprofit or some kind of otherwise scholarship outreach. And we realized that we could serve all families. And so we began to set up our family success consulting coaching practice, and we've really been enjoying it. Yeah. So technically, we've been doing it less than a year Mm -hmm. on paper as a business type entity, but mm-hmm. we've been doing it for quite a long time yeah. uh, as we moved around the planet with the Navy and uh, have helped and interacted with other families over the course of that time. And then, mm-hmm. and then particularly with other special needs families the last five years. And I would imagine having five kids, there's probably an over 
the span of the last 17 years being parents, there's probably been a lot of support you've given to other parents and along the journey as well. So that's sure. great that you guys have had so much success. And I, I love the idea. So tell us a little bit like the goal behind the Family Success Podcast and your system. So the goal is to really help families do that. Okay. So for the podcast, the idea is that we release every every week. So on Wednesday morning, every week, there's a new episode. And so let's say, take for instance, this week, we had a guest who would share some of their secrets, anything that they know that would help a family to have, have better success by any measure in the home. Mm-hmm. And then on the opposite week, it would be just Katie and I going through some of our experiences, giving some of our advice, uh, that type of thing. The end result is always the same, whether it's us or a guest using their their personal or professional expertise to say, here's our story. This is what we do now. Here's what you can do in your home to bring some additional measure of success that's easy to implement into your home. Mm. So that's what we do with the podcast each week. For our program, what we do is we take families through, right now it's about eight weeks of program that helps them to, to set a vision for their family of how to raise their children, build relationships, and build into their family the ability to have a system by which they train their children to be ready, to be independent at the time they go off for that first job, to go to college, to join the military, whatever they're going to do. They'll learn how to be financially literate, how to have self-confidence, how to be good people, law-abiding citizens. They'll know how to wash their own clothes and do their own dishes and prepare their own food, all of that kind of stuff. Now, we don't teach them how to cook, but we tell you how to teach your children to cook kind of stuff. And we go through it that way so that when the kids are at that point where they're getting ready to launch, parents have no worries that the kid will be successful outside of their home. Yeah. Mm, that's awesome. So I think that's what parents worry the most about is like, did we teach them everything they need to know as they're leaving to go off to college? Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> During the program, we also work a lot on reducing a lot of the tensions people have at home. A lot of the time we find that spouses don't know how to get on the same page. There's a lot of unmet and unspoken expectations. So we work through that and we help this, the family set up a vision and help them set up their goals to reach that vision. And we work hard to help the families learn to become a team. So that parents aren't feeling like that horrible guilt. I yelled at my kid again. We give them structure and systems to help avoid those triggers and to make their home peaceful and loving and a place that everyone enjoys being. And we just give them the easy, very easy systematic ways, things that they can do in their home. And already the people we've been working with are having amazing results. So that's been really fun to watch. That's really cool. So now how did this come about? Because you guys are parents, you're in the trenches as well at the moment right now. So were people coming up to me like, Oh, how did you get your kids to do that? Or like, how are you guys? How are you guys so happy? Or what was the What was the kind of the, the question that kept being asked to you that kind of inspired this whole change in what you were doing for your families? It's kind of a funny story, actually. Um, it took 14 years of trial and error and exploration, purchasing systems and implementing things. And I realized, and so did Steve over those years. None of them were really comprehensive enough for what we needed. We were a military family moving every two years with children who were on various ends of different ability levels with special needs. And we finally, once I figured this out, we ended up having friends ask us, what are you doing? You know, how are you guys accomplishing all these things? And everyone's so happy and they're so respectful. And, and so we started sharing this with friends. And then we were on a podcast And 
before the podcast, the interviewer was asking us some questions Mm -hmm. and we had never thought of turning this into a program at that point. And he was so fascinated. He ended up doing the entire interview about it. And so at the end, when we hung up, he said, can I buy that? (laughs) (laughs) We were like, uh, we don't sell that, but (laughs) yeah. So we realized, you know, there was this stream of people asking us about this and that it apparently has value to others and it really does. And it's making a difference. So Mm, that's awesome. What is some of the best things that you've seen come out of the program that you've been like the most proud about? Well, we have a family who actually in seven years had never been on a vacation who actually took the time and went away. And they had a a great time bonding and building relationships together. And um, it was so exciting to see their pictures. That was really fun. And another family who said, you know, we we were having a stressful day. Our weekends are always stressful. And we have a lot we have to accomplish. And it's just really hard to get the kids on board. And it's it's really frustrating. And we were we were on the brink of saying, we're gonna make some changes around here. And and then they said, and then we remembered class and we stopped and we remembered it's okay. We do this slowly. We do this with joyfulness. We do this with a team mentality. And they ended up having an entire reversal. Mm -hmm. They've started planning in times to do intentional, fun family bonding, which makes work time so much more pleasant. And they were implementing the strategies we were teaching them and actually seeing a real result in their home. Um, We had another family actually take action and go to a marriage conference. (laughs) Like not even something on their radar that they were planning to do. And they were so inspired to make certain changes that that they actually went. And um, so, you know, it's it's been so rewarding for us to see that we can affect people in such a good way. And, And it's generational because they're modeling these things to their kids, which means this is how their kids will understand normalcy and they will have these positive habits and systems and mindsets for their own kids someday. Mm, yeah, which is great. We, we've we talked about this on several podcasts recently. Uh, the more healing we can do at home as parents, the better our kids going out there into the world and, and as whole healed humans, <laughs> it's a good thing for the rest of the world. Right. Uh, so that, so better, yeah. to, better to teach as much as we can at home and to avoid those those situations where they're outside of the home now and and they're like wow I've I've got to get over my home life from when I was a kid. <laughs> so, yeah, or they got to yeah. run away from it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. amazing. No, I bet like this is perfect timing for you guys coming and starting to do this because in the world in the last couple of years has really been turned upside down and there's been a lot more disruption and chaos in family homes than there typically usually is. So I think if I by the sounds of your system, implementing that for parents now is going to be a great thing for them to do because it's going to keep that normal scene and kind of like that the we've gotten out of the structure of like day-to-day lives because our light day-to-day lives have changed so much in the last few years. So I think this is this kind of the, your vision for this is going to help some families right now that are going through that and um, in the with, as the world changes. Absolutely. To give them a framework essentially inside of their home. And it's going to look unique for every family. Mm-hmm. So what we show them is, is 
how to build and we give them the tools for how to build and we give them the feedback for lots how of to, ideas. Yes. Lots of examples and ideas of how things have worked for other people. And then we guide them through making these structures and frameworks for their own unique family based on their own unique family culture and personalities mm-hmm. and giftings. And, and it does help because it gives everyone a sort of sense of security because they all know what to expect. Everyone now has set expectations for the family rules, for what the family consequences will be. No more do kids have to wonder, is mom just going to blow up? Mom doesn't have to Mm -hmm. feel overwhelmed and out like, oh my gosh, the kids are never going to listen to me again. This feels so out of control. Mom has a, a set expectation of what happens if kids don't do what they were told or what's on their list Mm. and the kids know it too. And so when they mess up and there's a set consequence, now mom and dad, they get to grieve with the kid. Oh man, I'm so sorry that you didn't do it the way that we all wanted you to, the way you wanted to. I know you're going to do better next time. And then you still can calmly hand the consequence, you know, whether that's a small fine for the family currency or whatever the family has decided. Mm-hmm. And it's a much more loving, but stable structure because everyone knows what to expect. And when the world is swirling around us, it's nice mm-hmm. to have home be constant. That's right. And yeah. That's calm. <laughs> you apply when they leave from the home, mm-hmm. right? If you go out and you drive, you drive 70 miles per hour in, in a zone where it's only supposed to be 35 miles per hour, then you're going to get a ticket for that. Here's your ticket. You broke the law. We're sorry. You made that choice. Here's your consequence. That police officer is not going to be as nice as mom usually is. Right? But he's not going to be um, jumping up and down yelling. Right. Either. So the idea is that we, we champion these sorts of things so that the parents don't have to be like the drill instructors mm-hmm. or they don't have to be the helicopter parent that's pushing, 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 pushing. They instead have a set parameter for just all kinds of stuff in the house. For most of your basic household operations. Everything's set. There's expectations. Everybody knows what's what and knows their part. And that's mm-hmm. good. If you do your part, great reward. If you don't, yeah, sorry, consequence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That easy. I love that. I think my son's um, school in his classroom right now, they do something called Freedom Friday. So they have to earn the letters of Freedom Friday over the uh-huh, week. Cool. And if they do, then they get to have a relaxed day where they get to play some more games and then wear the pajamas or whatever. And uh-huh. uh, I was like, that's such a great idea. That kind of reminds me of what you guys are talking about here. And it's really cool. We had another guest on the parenting a few weeks ago and uh, Nelly and she was Nelly was talking about how in their family they've come up with a word so that if you're not being kind or respectful or whatever they've got this word that just anyone says this word and it reminds everyone in the family like oh yeah I'm, I've stepped out of that parameter that we've discussed as a family <laughs> to be like the respectful kind courteous thing and so then 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 they don't need to have the the discipline, they understand that they've stepped out of it and they can just correct their behavior. I was like, that was a great idea too. <laughs> so many good ideas. <laughs> yes. It is wonderful when parents put their heads together and come yeah. together and support each other because really kids are such a treasure and a blessing. And mm-hmm. our culture does not always remind us of that. It's usually the opposite. We're made to feel like our kids are a burden or they're too loud or they're too noisy. They have too much motion or, or they're, they're, it's too involved, mm-hmm, right? Too much work. It's too much work. <laughs> but they're, it's like, wow, no, they're your kids. They're the richest investment we can ever pour into. And it's wonderful when parents come together and really put their heads together on how can we make this a wonderful experience? Yeah. 
And, you know, us who have blissful parenting, that's our, our goal is to have a million families have a blissful parenting experience <laughs> because it's, I don't know how it became like not <laughs> for so many people out there, right? Like it's supposed to be an amazing experience. So I love that you guys have created this system that really is going to help parents uh, navigate. There's no, like, let's put it this way. There's no like I don't, we didn't, I didn't get a manual. Did you get a manual? And they didn't come no, with manuals. And, and, no. In <laughs> fact, when, when we, when we had our first kid, we were stationed overseas. So we were thousands of miles from home, from family, and we were getting ready to have our first kid. I was literally supposed to go on a deployment to another continent the next day. Yes. And our first was born and within 24 hours uh, started to have seizures. Mm-hmm. And so not only did we start our journey as new parents on another continent, far from family. With no manual. We started <laughs> our life as special needs parents that mm-hmm. same day. And so you can be like, okay, I clearly don't know how to do anything. <laughs> I can take care of the diaper, this other stuff. Wow, I have no idea. And yeah. so, you know, we started, we started in a very stressful situation really on day one. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the reason that we want to do our outreach, not just to families in general, but also to special needs families, because Mm -hmm. that is a time of life when you're trying to figure out what is the best thing for your child and for your own family. And Mm -hmm. there's so many extra stressors. There's already stress on families in general, Mm -hmm. but then you have the extra stressors in a special needs family where there's commonly divorce because one or the other parent can't handle it. Or there are more financial stressors because one parent can't work, or there is only one parent to work. Mm-hmm. And then you have the higher medical expenses. And then there are studies showing, for example, an easy um, group to study was autistic mothers and they found they had a higher rate of cancer than because mm-hmm. there's caregiver fatigue, you know? And mm-hmm. so we, over the 17 years of being involved in that community for various reasons, realized that as a community, we do need to kind of write a manual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we did set up a group for special needs parents because of that, because we want to start bringing in parents who have a positive mindset, who are willing to encourage, help each other learn about grieving and, mm-hmm. and finding joy in circumstances that are hard. And um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I wish there was a manual. We'll hopefully write one someday that can be of some use <laughs> to somebody. <laughs> well, the sounds of it, you've got a great system. That's a good start to that manual for parents, to, for families to then like get your tools and then go back to their family and they can kind of create that themselves too. I mean, I, I, we've, I've, we've spoken a lot lately about families who are, they don't have that structure that like maybe we used to have, but like things are so like upside down these days where kids are off school these days and they're home this day and they're doing homeschool, but plus this, and like it's just so different than, no, than normal. So there have been some stuff in maybe your military background that's maybe helped you kind of like, like set this structure up in your house. Well, it was born out of lots of different uh, things. Yeah. We we took parenting class before we ever had kids. We took yeah. uh, marriage classes uh, <laughs> when our kids were quite young. We had to learn how to do a lot of things to adjust, uh, whether because we were in a different state every two years. Right. Yeah. And so as we moved around, we needed systems that allowed us to operate our home rather consistently, no matter where we were. And so we started, we just started piecing together the best of what we found and, you know, what we had built ourselves and doing it that way. And that really did to help. Uh, That did a lot to help rather. And so that was quite good. 
And yeah, I bet that'd be really helpful for parents too, like having this system in place so that it, you know, when the world outside changes, like you for you guys, it was your environment, you were changing countries. Maybe it's for you know when COVID happens or when mm-hmm. other you know th- you know other disasters or emergencies happen, then it stays consistent in the house, and right. then yeah. the kids can feel more secure and safe, and therefore have uh, such a like a positive upbringing. Then right, if they can stay that feel secure and safe in their own home and. Have have that stability too i think that's so important it is well, it's so good. important because the, both the home is is a great place for us to teach and to train the children it's a great place for them to learn and so they mm-hmm. they can do their schooling here they can have their job here they can have their fun mm-hmm. and recreation here and uh and so we provide for all of those things Awesome. Now, do you have it broken down as like different systems? Like, you know, you have the system for like helping them learn the finance, how to be financially literate or like learn their chores or those kind of things. You have it broken down in different kinds of systems or it's kind of like one thing that you do as like building the whole kind of family environment. It's a big ecosystem, I think is the Mm. best way to describe it. That would be true. Yep. And we really focus, we start first by focusing on really foundational pieces before we ever get into the details of financial literacy Mm. or whose assignment is what for jobs in the Mm. home or responsibilities. We first work with the foundational things like connecting the heart, connecting in connecting mom and dad so that they're not having tension, making sure that their expectations of one another and of the children are all spoken and written and posted. And then we start working on having a common family vision. Where does the family want to see itself in 20 years? You know, how, how do you want that to look? What are the relationships that you want your kids to be having those sorts of things? And then we start to, you know, to work on well, let's work on goals. How do you get to that vision? What is it going to look like? What things do you need to do? So we, we start at a much wider, broader, but heart-centered place. And then we start working into the little gears, like building a car. You kind of have to know what it looks like, what you want it to become before you start putting in the little pieces. <laughs> so, yeah, that's great. I think it's almost like you're starting with the values first and connection piece too. And I, and I know that's one thing we've, we've spoken a bit about on podcasts recently is like the parents being on the same page <laughs> before then they can execute any like really good parenting. It's like, they got to get on the same page. You guys have any tips for parents that maybe aren't on the same page at the moment that to help them get on the same page first before they start, you know, <laughs> being like, no, I said this. No, he said that. No, you know, like it just seems very confusing for the kids, I think. <laughs> so I do. Do you want to say anything first? Uh, well, we now knew you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, so we would say, yeah, you know, sit down and, and think about where you want to be 10, 20, 30 years down the road. What do you want that to feel like? And do you need to work yourself backwards and say, okay, for us to get there, how do we need to be today? And how about in five years and 10 years? And you can do it that way. On a daily basis, though, she's going to tell you about our concept that mm-hmm. we call couch time. That yeah. allows you to do something on a daily basis. We did a full podcast episode on it too. So if somebody wants that more is. details, they can go look it up at our at our Family Success Secrets podcast. But we implemented, well, really for our entire parenting experience uh, when he wasn't deployed and out of town, a concept that we call couch time. And we had learned about it during a parenting class while I was expecting our firstborn from the parents who had at least six kids. And they just threw out this idea that we then grabbed onto Mm. where every day when he would come home from work, we would specifically take approximately 20 minutes 
we set the groundwork with the children. Um, for many years, the children were very young. So we began this and to this day often continue to do this in the same room with the children. But the children know that it's our time. And we're intentionally in the room with them as much as we can be because that's modeling to them the priority of our relationship. Mm-hmm. That our relationship has to be healthy and we have to have a good connection in order for us to be the kind of parents that they need us to be. Mm-hmm. And so we would spend those 20 minutes. He would usually text me and I'd be so excited. He was coming home, wrap up whatever I was doing and make us tea or coffee or whatever, and be ready when he came in the door and he'd see the kids and hug them. Oh, it was so great. Celebrate. And then he would put his work stuff down and I'd grab our tea and we would head to the couch. And those 20 minutes were our 20 minutes, even if the children were right there to talk about anything that we needed to talk about. Sometimes for me, it was the first adult conversation I'd had in the day. (laughs) And so sometimes he was just an incredible listener. Other times we had bigger life things that we needed to discuss and we could make a good plan then for when we would discuss them. So really it was just quite a multifaceted experience in that it modeled good things Mm -hmm. for the kids. It allowed us to have time together every single day and it was just relaxing. It was deliberate. So we knew we were going to do that five days a week, maybe six or seven. Yeah. We didn't necessarily know when we sat down on Thursday what we would be talking about, but we knew that on Thursday when I got home from work, we'd be sitting down. Same for Friday. And so we sort of said that and and then we established it as a pattern. And so that it was it was always going to happen. So it set the expectations Mm -hmm. for the kids that one, we were going to do that. Two, when dad came into the house, I'd hang out with you for just a minute, uh, change clothes, whatever I was going to do. Then it was time with mom. You guys are welcome to be in the room you're not allowed to interrupt us. So here's a puzzle. Here's a game, read a book, whatever you want to do or go play. Doesn't then they matter. could have him back whenever, you know, when I was making dinner or whatever. So <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting time of day to pick too, as the time that you were going to do that. Because oftentimes I think family, I'm just remembering when my parents were working, coming through the door, it was like, you know, coming through the door, rushing, then to get dinner and then like sports activities or like, you know, it was like, it was a bit of a chaotic time of day for family. So I like how you pick that time which is typically chaotic and made it a relaxing, deliberate, like time for your connection. It was intentional. And by that time of day, everybody's pretty tired anyway. And for us, it was almost a nice mental pivot into the rest of the day, Mm -hmm. because that is a transition time for everybody in their day when, you know, mom or dad get home. So for us, it was a really positive way to do it. Mm, that's awesome. I love it. So great. So that's a great tip for our parents at home. They're thinking like, oh yeah, I need to start implementing something, but you know, how do, how can we get back on the same page? How can we have that time together? I like that you're modeling it to the kids too. I think that, you know, it sets some boundaries for the kids too. Like I'm not jumping all over you while you guys are trying to connect. And it, it also, then it also allows them to go and play and do their own thing for a little while too. So that's awesome. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. I love it. Any last tips for our parents today? You guys have given so many great like little nuggets. I'm excited to follow your podcast and see what other things you have on your, in your family success system. It sounds really, mm-hmm. really intriguing. And I think it's something that parents like would really appreciate having some guides and like a toolkit to go through this parenting experience with someone else, with a community. And I think you said that earlier today, having a community is a huge thing, right? You mm-hmm. don't have that community. You feel like you're doing it on your own. 
need to find that community, whether it's parents with special needs kids, it's parents that are, you know, expats or his parents that are having both parents working from working from home or whatever the community is that you feel like you want to fit into. I think that's such a great idea to find a community that you can be a part of as parents. Absolutely. Yeah. And as you're doing that, it certainly wouldn't hurt to find somebody who's a little further down the road in their journey than you are and and have somebody who can mentor you in that way. Because I, I think that is she and I both had that. We both had very stable families growing up. And so we had our parents to model. We had families who already had children and and maybe their children were already to the point where they were self-sufficient and we would learn from them. So that's another good place that you can, that you can pick up some good information. Don't blaze the trail alone because you're not the first one down it. Right? No reason. To. <laughs> yeah, you know if you yeah, there's no there's no need to make the same mistakes others made. <laughs> Having a mentor, finding a coach, finding someone to really help you through is such a huge mm. huge tip. And thank you for that. I think it's really important. Uh, make sure you guys go check out Katie and Steve's podcast. So Family Success Secrets. And then where's your guys' website? Where else can we find more information about you? So we have tried to streamline and make it pretty easy to be found. We have a group called Family Success Secrets, and you'll see our picture on the the cover photo to make it easy to identify us. And then the same thing for our page, if anybody's interested in our page, also Family Success Secrets. And on Instagram, we're also Family Success Secrets. We are not on Instagram as often, but we are there. But we do love to focus on our people in our little group that we're growing and trying to pour amazing value for very busy parents into the group. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for all that you do for busy parents and all those parents out there to help them have a more blissful existence and more blissful time with their kids and also have their kids like so ready and prepared to leave and go on to the world and be great humans out there. (laughs) I think they've got that foundation and that solid, that's solid foundation then oh my gosh the world is in for good shape with the kids coming out of family homes feeling secure and loved and and having great foundations so that's awesome thank you so much you're welcome well thanks for having you thank you for being here today is what i meant to say (laughs) thank you for being here today and uh, we'll bring you back again and in the future i'd love to hear an update of what you guys are doing and where you're at and uh Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, Blissful Parents out there, go check out Katie and Steve's stuff and tune in again next week. We'll see you again. Go out there and have a blissful week. Thank you for listening to the Blissful Parent Podcast. For complete transcriptions of this show, as well as helpful links to resources mentioned in this episode, please visit our website at theblissfulparent.com.